Ladies and gents, my name is Brandon Stover. Welcome to the How to Solve Climate Change course from Plato University. Causes, systems, obstacles, solutions to this global challenge is what you're going to learn here today. When you're ready to learn more skills, join us for free at Plato.University. Let's get started with today's lesson. We'll have our expert guests briefly introduce themselves and their credentials for why they are able to speak to this topic. My name is Nancy Knowlton, and I have been studying the ocean for over 50 years. I have worked as a professor at Yale University and the Scripps Institution of Oceanography at the University of California, San Diego, and also as a researcher at the Smithsonian Tropical Research Institute in Panama and the Smithsonian National Museum of Natural History in Washington, D.C. Explain succinctly what oceans and seafloor protection is from first principles. Ocean protection means protecting the ocean against the negative impacts of human activities. Sometimes this means setting up areas in the ocean where no fishing or other actions are allowed, such as mining or dredging. These are called marine protected areas. But because things we do on land also affects the ocean, ocean protection can include taking steps to reduce pollution that enters the ocean from rivers and the shoreline, such as plastic pollution, toxic chemicals, and excess nutrients from fertilizers or sewage. Why does ocean protection work or help to solve climate change? Ocean plants such as seagrasses and mangroves use carbon dioxide during photosynthesis, just like land plants do, to make more plant tissues. This plant material accumulates like leaves on the forest floor and eventually gets buried. And as a result, the carbon dioxide is stored in a way that can't warm the planet. This is called carbon sequestration. Also, when ocean organisms die and fall to the deep sea floor, the carbon in their bodies similarly gets stored out of harm's way. And protecting the seafloor from dredging could help make sure that the carbon stays safely buried. And looking at the other side, why would protection not work to help solve climate change? Not all ocean organisms reduce the amount of carbon dioxide as they grow or when they die. The bodies of the organisms have to be buried in such a way that they don't decompose and release carbon dioxide to the atmosphere. Also, although ocean protection can help reduce climate change by itself, it is not enough. It is part of a collection of solutions. And who benefits most and who is harmed by oceans and seafloor protection as a solution? The good thing about ocean protection is that it also benefits ocean life and humans generally, in addition to the benefits for climate change, including making ocean life and humans better able to deal with climate change. For example, protecting mangroves not only sequesters carbon, it also acts as a nursery for fish that people can later catch, helps prevent rainwater from carrying nutrients into the ocean, and provides protection against large waves such as tsunamis and those caused by hurricanes. Some people may not want ocean protection because they will want to profit from, for example, cutting down mangroves and building a hotel. And also, marine protected areas must be designed with human needs to use the ocean in mind. But overall, the number of people that benefit from a healthy ocean is much greater than those that profit from not protecting the ocean. And how does protection work? Marine protected areas require that people get together to agree on where they should be placed and what kinds of activities should be prohibited. This means understanding the costs and benefits of different options. Then, these agreements need to be enforced by governments or local communities, which requires financial support. Reducing pollution from the land requires understanding where the pollution is coming from. Sometimes it is possible to be reduced directly, for example, cutting down on the amount of fertilizer used. Alternatively, it is possible to keep pollution out of the ocean by controlling deforestation, 
making sure that waterways have a healthy strip of vegetation to capture nutrients. For this protection to work, what innovation, policy, or other things still need to be built? Marine protected areas depend on the existence of policies to support them. The numbers of marine protected areas are increasing, but we are still a long way from having enough of the ocean protected. The same goes for controlling pollution on land. Generally, we know what needs to be done, but we need to build the political will and raise the funds needed to take action. Could you elaborate on what the funding or what the structure may look like for that? Funding can be raised through government action, for example, taxes, or it can be something that is created, say, from a, a fund that's associated with the marine protected areas itself. Sometimes communities charge fees to provide access to marine protected areas for tourists, and those fees then can help manage the marine protected area and pay for the enforcement. What are the best resources to learn more about ocean and seafloor protection in relation to climate change? There's a recent paper by uh, Lubchenco and Holland called The Ocean as a Solution to C- Climate Change, Five Opportunities for Action. And it's in a book called The Blue Compendium, and it's available online. Similarly, there's a paper by McCready and some co-authors called Blue Carbon as a Natural Climate Solution in Nature Reviews for the Earth and the Environment. And then finally, I wrote a paper in 2021 called Ocean Optimism, Moving Beyond the Obituaries in Marine Conservation in the Annual Review of Marine Science. This is open access as well. And it's not just about climate change, but it covers climate change among other ocean protection actions that we could take and sort of provides a, an overview of the sorts of things we're doing to help make the ocean healthier. Right now, you're speaking to passionate students who want to actually solve problems like these. What top three skills should they study so that they actually have the ability to do so? Ocean protection involves not only understanding the biology and the chemistry and the physics of the ocean, but also working with people. More generally, it involves thinking critically so that you can analyze the costs and benefits of possible solutions to determine those which are most likely to work and that are not too costly. There are lots of different areas in which you can make a contribution depending on what you enjoy doing and what you're good at. Any final recommendations for the audience? Even though you may live far from the ocean, you are connected to the ocean through your use of fossil fuels, what you eat, and the waste you produce, which often winds up in rivers that empty into the ocean. You can help protect the ocean no matter where you live, and everything you can do to make the ocean healthy is a contribution not only for climate change, but also for ocean plants and animals generally, and the good things that these organisms do for people. To further your understanding, research seafloor carbon storage sites such as seagrass beds and kelp forests, map their distribution, and calculate their carbon sequestration potential. Thank you for taking the How to Solve Climate Change course. If you want to learn the skills to solve this global challenge, join us for free at Plato.University for exclusive content, extra resources, and actionable exercises with every lesson. This course was produced by Plato University where students turn passions into purpose and learn skills to change the world. Learn more at plato.university.